Welcome to Weird Games and Weirder People, a podcast about role-playing games and the weird, wonderful people behind them. Hello, wonderful weirdos, this is Diogo Nogueira, and today's guest is a friend of mine, Raul Volpato. He's a pixel artist, he's a game designer, he makes art for role-playing games and video games. But before we get into that, I would like you to remind to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast, so you get updates when we release new episodes. And if you like the show, please leave us a review and, you know, check out our show notes for ways for you can support it and, you know, help us pace the build of the show. So, but let's get back to how Volpato, uh, we talked about how he's working with pixel art and how he has this, you know, kind of uh, a small, you know, very committed work to make pixel art more viable and more popular in RPG space, how pixel art kind of helps and kind of hinders his mental health in a ways and how he can take advantage of that and sometimes not. We talked about how GURPS is a weird game and it's, it's how was his experience with it, how was mine experience with it. We talk about games and artists had inspired him. We talk about Final Fantasy Tactics, which is something very big for him. And we talk about Mike Mignola. We talk about various other artists and creators. We talk about City Noir, which is his personal project, his role-playing game, his developing and varied experience if you know, with, you know, weird things that happen in his life. Uh, Santo Diami, which is kind of this psychedelic with religious undertones uh, he tried here in Brazil. And we had a lot of fun. We got personal. It gets really weird. And I hope you really enjoy it. So let's get weird with Raul Volpato. Hello, Raul. Welcome to the show. Uh, how are you doing, my friend? Hi, Joe. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, I'm doing good. Uh... Yeah, we are we are surviving the, this incredibly hot summer. <laughs> yeah, how how hot is is down there in the in the country of São Paulo? You know, oh, here man. in Rio it's very very warm and very humid, and now it's raining cats and dogs, as they say. And but but you said it's very dry over there. But how how is the heat? It, it is uh, usually it's not that heat, but. This last year and now is very very heat. We can uh, we can live without without some some fans around the house. But uh, this week and last week started to get better, but it's still very very hot. Because uh, the the rain went rain is very sporadic, it's very fast. So it's not enough to 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 help with the heat. Yeah, I I remember not not I I went to the counter of São Paulo, you know, near Piracicaba. Uh, because I, I had family there, and 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 it's a lot drier than yeah. than in Rio. And then as further you go in the country, like I had friends in Brasilia that uh, their nose just keeps bleeding and stuff like this. But uh, yeah, is is that dry over there, or is no, is, not so it's much, usually not okay? So yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the problem here, at least in the past, we have a lot of uh, uh, the clay industry was really big in my city. So the uh, we have the uh, how how uh, it's a, a alcohol. I, I can't I can't remember the English word for for canada sugar. Yeah, uh, sugar cane. Sugar, yeah, we have yeah. the 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 
the the industry here. So the the weather when it's time to to cut to cut the, the cane and because of the clay was very very dry like the in the eighties to mid two thousand. Now now yeah. the the clay industry moved from from here. So we have all the the, the alcohol in the alcohol factory, but it's still like when it's time to to cut the process the the alcohol like the the weather is very very dry very because it's this smoke is very very dense. Oh yeah. Wow, and and then how uh, how how do I pronounce your name? Raul uh, Volpato or yeah yeah Raul Volpato yeah. <laughs> and so Raul Volpato for the weirdos out there that might not know you and because I like to hear from the people who come here to say who they are in their own words and what they do and if you can just share uh, a small weird detail uh, about yourself, something that you do or the way you dress or. Any any like weird habit that someone someday pointed to you? Oh, that it's weird that you do that. I'm uh, uh, I'm sad to say that I'm not very weird. <laughs> At least like uh, like you you interview so many interesting people. Like I remember the, the one with with uh, with David Drake was especially like cool to to listen. But uh, I'm, me, my name is Howard Volpat. I am I'm a graphic designer from. I graduated from graphic designer, but I don't work with that anymore. I work with illustration and mostly pixel art. Uh, I guess a weird part of it is that I try to insert pixel art in tabletop RPGs. That is not something very common, but I keep trying. <laughs> and sometimes I succeed. <laughs> uh, 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 I live in the, the country of Sao Paulo. Uh, Maybe one, one weird fact about me, one weird story about me that I like to tell is that in my town, it's a small town, uh, I was responsible for, because in, in the late, late 2000s, in the late 90s, 80s, it's very hard to get games in, in, in the interior, but in Brazil in general, especially in the interior of Sao Paulo. So I was kind of the person that got games for people to play. Like... Uh, I, I remember I I set up in a, a house a room for people to play Dungeon Dragons third edition. It was like very rare here. Like, I convinced a friend of mine to buy the games because he had money and don't. Uh, it was the yeah. first time I actually joined a game. Uh, and it was during that time that Brazil was having like kind of a, like a satanic panic. I don't know if you remember because of the GND and Magic was becoming very very popular. Yeah, yeah, and I remember I was jamming, and the people was playing mostly Counter Strike and Warcraft during the house. And we have a, a room in the back with keep playing D and D. And one mom, one mother was one there. It was a, it was a kid that was even wasn't wasn't even playing. He was watching. His mother burst into the room, like look at us playing RPG. And she thought we were having like some satanic ritual, and she. Guys, drag her son off the the room. We all like we're we kids, like ten, eleven years. We start to look at each other. What the hell happened? Yeah, it was people were really. I remember playing like in you know we were teenagers. We weren't supposed to do that, but we would play like in a McDonald's or something, and and some people would be like, "Oh, this is it's from Satan." Or you know, like uh, jocks, like 
uh, like here in Brazil would call them playboys, you know, playboys. <laughs> jocks would, 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 would like uh, threaten us like we're nerds or something. And we, we even oh, got in some too, fights yeah. because of playing RPGs in public. So yeah, it's, but you know, uh, one weird thing about you, as you said, like you, you are uh, one that always inserting pixel art in tabletop RPG. And, and that's something kind of weird, uh, as you said, because it, it is like an analog media and you're trying to, you know, uh, re put a digital uh, aesthetic into it, which I find really cool because it is kind of psycho, right? Uh, RPGs did influence uh, video games a lot, especially uh, RPG video games, which a lot from where you draw too, right? The, the pixel art. Like this adventure kind of role-playing games, and and I think it's kind of cool that it's it's something that uh, the game is fed off, feed on RPGs, and now RPGs are like feeding on on those games too, and, and we can learn a lot from it. And and I love your art and how you you do your work are always improving and studying. We even did like a small business card game called uh, yeah uh, card yeah. Uh, and it was really cool and i want to expand that like card wars and and make it bigger and something uh but but we will see about that and but how who who are you you know outside of uh the rpg space who would you say uh you mentioned like you are uh you graduated as a graphic designer but now you're most working as an illustrator and you said that mostly you do is pixel art that that's this the work I know from him, but do you do other kinds of illustrate, illustrations too? Uh, I do digital illustrator, uh, vector art, like vector uh, uh, vector uh, vector animation, like uh, with cutouts. You know. But mm. it's really small these days. I start working with that uh, when I like I I I, start, I I after I graduated, I I try to work as freelance with that. But it didn't work out. Like uh, it was hard to find jobs. I, I wasn't very good either. So because uh, I graduated, I graduated graphic design. But as much as I like graphic design, I didn't like to work in, in the most common yeah. parts of graphic design. This is marketing. Yeah, it's marketing with the marketing. Marketing. <laughs> uh, marketing. I, I yeah. Totally and uh, so I tried to work with illustration. I had a good friend. I still, but my best friend in college. He's the one that helped me a lot. And he, when we were still doing college, he's already had a, a career with work as freelance illustrator and animator. So he helped me a lot to kickstart, but it was very, very hard. So Pixar kind of saved me to keep working with that. Because when I started Pixar, uh, uh, I had a, 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 a very fast evolution with, with the style. Uh, obviously, because uh, techniques translate between Quite medium, so yeah, yeah, from uh, one thing learn a thousand things, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you know how to draw, you know how to draw in, in any medium, a fact, yeah. There, there's a there's an adjustment time, but but you, yeah, you, yeah, for sure. it's like it's like in a college, like you can use your credits, like, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. Your credits from this to this, but it, it takes a while. But you, it's kind of yeah. you, you get some shortcuts to to get to the stuff that you need to improve, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, uh, the same, the same process applies, right? Where pixel art is kind of like I, I like to say, pixel art is kind of like a mix of drawing and constructive with Lego. It's like 
small you nice. keep yeah. with the small with time time blocks and you you read something that oh it looks like a draw. <laughs> uh, yeah. But but it's, but but it picks art kind of helped because uh, I ha I had to, to end up working as graphic designer, but I was in a uh, well, I won't won't say the name of the company, but it, it was it, it's because it's very friendly big. They deal with very friendly very friendly big brands, but it was awful. Like I I I, I was diagnosed with anxiety at the time. Yeah, I I think I hit depression. It was very very it was a very low point of my life. Uh, so. Mm -hmm. When I started Pixar, I started getting to get to get more freelance work, and I see, saw that I that I could work with that with my job, and, and I was lucky to be able to to afford my life with with most of the Pixar. But also Pixar also helped me to give space to get some more digital illustrated, more animation, classic animation work because uh, I I can I I I kind kind of have more time to to dedicate to that. I don't know if it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And one, one thing that kind of gives me some curiosity, you mentioned about anxiety and depression and how pixel art is kind of drawing, but a little bit about, you know, building Lego bricks and stuff. And do you, f I don't know, it's totally speculative. I don't know because I never did a pixel art. I find it fascinating. I even bought a book to maybe try to learn it. Uh, but would you say it kind of helps you with anxiety because of the way it works? It's very, you know, it's slower than, than just normal drying, like building bricks. Uh, because I know playing with Legos kind of relaxes people. Do, mm -hmm. do you think there is any relation? Do, do working in your art and in your work helps you with anxiety or it, or the pressure of having to work with this makes it worse? So yeah, at first, was help a lot like uh was uh, the, the, the time i started to learn to learn pixar to quit my job was during the, the first year of the pandemic 2020 so it helped a lot i was at home all day i i had someone save so i i basically dropped pixar art play games read books all that but it helped i helped a lot to survive the first year of the pandemic uh, i i kind of was already done with my job so it wasn't something that the anxiety of my job wasn't pressuring me anymore, but now, now that is work is kind of bad. Like, uh, not the Pixar itself. I loved. Oh yeah, uh, I think, uh, I think uh, ah, you're, you're back. <laughs> you're stuttering. You were stuttering a little bit. Oh yeah. yeah. Like that. So now, when when there is a the pressure to have a lot of a lot of, a lot of work simultaneous, and I I am terrible at managing my time, so I keep sometimes the pressure mounts and I feel the anxiety bad. So, but but I I, uh, I think the thing I, I have the most luck now is that I work with some incredible people and incredibly patient people because every time I I have to tell them that I'm going to sometimes to be late, tell us sorry, and they are very 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 comprehensive. So that is my luck. My luck that I got some amazing people that I work with and they, they were very supportive they, they understand when, when, when sometimes I, I delay work but but I, I, the pressure of the work it doesn't help a lot but but it's something we have to do and I rather yeah, work yeah. stuff that I love than getting back to an awful job and get back in the, for sure yeah the void for sure I feel, 
I feel that a lot. And and I think one thing that helps, you know, this understanding is we talk a lot, a lot about mental health now, so everybody's kind of aware. And and because we work a lot with indie, indie authors, indie publishers, I think we, I have the impression we all went through this or are going through this or we all have this these problems. And so we are more understanding that... Uh, yeah, we are not machines. We we sometimes have to stop and then recharge to do to do the work that we're we're supposed to do because uh, it won't be good if we're just forced to to power through whatever we're going through. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've been very fortunate to have found some some very patient partners and collaborators. I I have lost some. Some were not, uh, and 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 I'm I'm very sorry for for wasting their time, uh, but yeah. It's it's great to, to find people that you know uh, we feel safe safe to work too to yeah. and and we know that we and they know uh, we can afford the same uh, you know comprehension we we will do the same thing for them right no definitely definitely yeah. no. Uh, it's great uh, how yeah yes please please speak. What what do you, we always ask guests here to talk about weird things, and I like to start asking, what is weird for you, and how would you define weird, and how do you seek it in, in your work and and the life you're interested in, in your passions? Weird, weird for me is always something that when when society looks and declares that is not wrong but odd, something that. And it's very from time to time. Like uh, I remember when I was a, like a kid, I wanted to make a tattoo, and like no, that, that you never get a job with a tattoo. So that oh, tattoo yeah. was weird. Now it's very very common, but it was weird. And and it's something like that, like something that that a place that uh, it can be a place, can be uh, a clothes, can be something, but it's something that the society will look in that in a, in a way. Like, yeah, uh, and then. An example for me, I, before I made I started college in graphic design, I, I made social sciences. Like social science was for me uh, like the the college graduation that was considered by everyone. When I talk, oh, why do you do I make social science? I wanted to be a social politician, like so the, a social, uh, not not social politician. I can't remember the word. But so, 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 studying politics, uh, mm-hmm. people people look at me like, oh, you. It's quite weird. Why want to work with that? <laughs> like, yeah, because I like it. I, I like the, I like the, the, I like politics. And like politics is still something weird. If you say you like politics, not in the sense, oh, oh I, yeah. have a, I have like a political party. No, I like to understand the, the politics. Everyone will treat you like you're incredibly weird because it's something that you need to hate. You can't like. If you, even even if you don't agree with anything. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think it's also a culture of 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 you know making enemies and then now the culture of hate you know and yeah it's definitely, definitely. a lot more easy to be to manipulate people if they are all hating stuff you know because you can sell enemies so we don't need to worry about that we just blame this and focus all you know energy on blame so it's very easy to distract so. Uh, this hate of politics is also cultivated too. It's easy to distract us, but it's 
Yeah. As you said, yeah, it's, it, it can be interesting because it is, it's, it's, it's human behavior, it's interest. It has a lot to do with history, I think, right? In, in yeah. the way Definitely. society organizes and, and, and culture. And it, it's not only, you know, politics, not only political parties and, and, and you know, and politicians. There's yeah, the, the political philosophy too, is, right? Is, is, is just like the, the, the surface. And the one thing that yeah. they made people look, because if you look at that, you don't pay attention to everything that happens that actually moved the, moved the, the system. Yeah. Uh, so, so did so. Not only Brazil, but like in US, we see a lot. The third political party is of like a, the a, 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 a sports team. So like they oh, you fight because of like the the, the the political part. Like in Brazil, like oh, gossip, gossip. You like PT, like that's uh, You're going to fight with the people, but you don't understand what those people, how the machine yeah. operates. So. Yeah. It, it, it is it is cool because you you understand you understand the, the, you understand a little more of that so you yeah. don't don't fall into the simple the simple fight I, I believe that at least yeah I, I think we you know I had to study law and and, and rights and uh, kind of this stuff you know to to make an exam to work with what I do in my day job and I always thought about a lot of this stuff should be you know taught in schools like uh knowing yeah. your rights know the constitution know how the government works because people think yeah i'm gonna elect this person for president and they will solve all my oh, problems yeah. <laughs> you, they can't do sh you know yeah the the what they need to worry more and more about the legislative you know the the people that make the laws and stuff right. and then the president's is and they keep voting. It's not as powerful, yeah. For, for yeah, yeah. Well, Brazil, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking about you know, like in Brazil we vote in characters, but I think everywhere is it, like seeing yeah, in yeah, the United yeah. States, because I remember here in Brazil when when Lula couldn't run anymore, there were transfers of votes from Lula to Bolsonaro, which are like <laughs> it's <laughs> completely opposite because they weren't voting for what they the proposers the the politics they're like proposing you're voting for the character so i like lula but and i like Bolsonaro. you know it's a lot another character and and and, and it's, it's very it's very cartoonish i think yeah. in some but ways it, yeah. it, it's, it's always remind me uh i say that uh like i, lo I love the, the dune the book and i it's and it's such a great that dune is a book about like the the, the perils of trusting a charismatic a charismatic leader and uh, we see that a lot. Like, yeah. The, yeah. The people uh, in, like the character and, yeah. and don't know about anything else. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of this this mythical culture, this we want to believe there's a someone that's gonna save us, like a savior. Yeah. And and that's very, very dangerous. It's kinda of like uh Alan Moore you he he says about a lot about like the rise of the the cultural worship of, of superheroes and the rise of the fascists around the world of far right. He said it's yeah. very connected because the both center around like powerful people that wants to change or fix or worse the world with like with very fast moves by yeah. themselves. And it's not possible. It's yeah. Impossible. Yeah. Like Society doesn't need to change. Our culture doesn't. Our values doesn't need to change. We just have to have this person here, and they yeah. will fix everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I never thought about that. I was, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. How we're talking about weird and then it's about weird games and weird people is all about, you know, wrong playing games too. And do you think wrong playing games are, are weird? And if you do, would you say, what is like your favorite weird thing about it or just your favorite thing about them? Uh, uh, yeah, I believe tabletop RPG are weird. But, you know, you know like, I mean, weird generally is good. <laughs> My wife, she's the cat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, the the weird thing about tabletop RPG is like it is I believe so much more than a simple game when when it's compared to any other media of games because like we have all, all the social interactions with people that we have to invest in our characters invest in the world in a way that that with digital games with board games we don't have to so the the immersion the immersion value of a tabletop RPG is can be so much greater. Um, the way we we interact with the rules and with ourselves uh, is something something very unique. And I believe that it's very hard to 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 have and there's another kind of game. At least the way we play now, that will reach this kind of interaction that tabletop RPG have. Yeah, like you can it's... play RPG. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Good. <laughs> no, go ahead. I was saying it's a, it's a it's a collaborative game. The way yeah. no other game you know, can be, I mean, all games are kind of collaborative because the way you interact with the game, you are transforming it in a way. But in RPGs, uh, it's built into the game for you to create stuff. You create the characters. You don't choose among, well, not usually you don't choose among what is already done, like in a board game or in a video game. You have those limited options. You you have the limited uh, possibilities that is programmed in the game. And the great thing about role-playing games is, is the possibility of the rulings of not not of the people playing the games are also kind of the engine that runs the game and they can yeah, improvise exactly. and create stuff that the game itself can't you know can't project so it's it's one uh, it's a concept that I, I i recently started reading uh i think that that book by jason alexander which is like, so you want to be a game master? And it talks about active play that uh, different from any other game, you're always playing the game. Like the GM isn't running adventure. He always has to create and react to things that are not there. You won't find the answer there. The answer won't come from the game, it will come from the participants of the game. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, totally. And the fact that even the GM, when GM is preparing the, the session, is that he's. The gem is actually playing the game, interact with the game. Yeah. Uh, even when, actually, uh, if you think about it, when we read the, the book, is, is some sort of playing the game. We are interacting with the rulers. We are imagining how we're going to use it. Like uh, it's yeah. something very, very unique. Like we can can get the rules, can read it, we can understand it. But when this application comes, is like it's very different because we have we can't easily choose what to use, what can use if we want to modify if we don't want to modify uh, like it's very very unique and yeah and, and if tabletop RPGs can even be different things can be a more mechanical game can be a more can be can be like more like a, a theater experience like everyone is, is just focused on, on role play the character losing them so uh, and it, it is about what the group wants like not exactly what the rules 
the, the rules has intention, but but it's very modular when compared to another game. You can you can get I don't know uh, World of Warcraft and say oh, okay I, I will play World of Warcraft in a different way. You can't. Yeah, like, but you like you can get Primal Quest yeah, and play in a different way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. I mean, we we as I said, we can learn a lot from from video games, and 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 they learn a lot from us. Uh, but I think this this concept of players as kind of authors of the game too, like every GM is kind of a game designer, is is so unique. And and even though some games have those uh, mods that you can you know build new stuff, it's kind of get pro a proximity of RPGs. But once it's done, you can't modify it on the fly as yeah. RPGs. As RPGs are always always in development in some ways. And, and it, it is so easy to make it yours. Like, yeah. and it's so easy to, to change a game, and it's so easy to make a game. Like, oh, yeah. 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 Get a paper, get a pencil, and start writing. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to make a video game, it's a lot more complicated, like yeah. programming. Yeah. There are some platforms that make it kind of easier now, uh, but it's still oh, like I, my, my kid loves Roblox. Roblox. Uh, yeah. yeah. And they have like this editor, and they say, "Oh, it's easy." But I open it; it doesn't seem easy to me. Like there's a lot of you know arrows and buttons, and I say, "No, it's not as easy as making you know table." You know, a pamphlet yeah. RPG. You can make RPG in one page. You can make a game. <laughs> if you want one to make the same you... RPG digital, it like put look yeah, more yeah. work. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And what what do you say would be the weirdest? Uh, game you ever played, whether it's you know tabletop or or digital or whatever. A tabletop RPG, the weird, the weirdest game I ever played, I, I believe, was GURPS. <laughs> uh, Why? GURPS. How how is that? Uh, I, I don't know. I please play so. I, I believe it was like my my memory for playing a long time ago, and the fact that I I didn't understand the rules. But, but it was so fascinating, like the, the tabletop RPG that, that it's generic. Like I didn't know that at the time. So, so when I was yeah. playing, it was was weird. I, did, I barely knew what I was doing, but but it's great. Uh, but but do you it, remember anything yeah. in particular that like struck out to you? That's like, was it your first game or did you no, play no. other? My my first game was Vampire the Masquerade. And how? Yeah, it's kind of very different from Vampire. So was yeah. that the difference? Like it's it's not something because Vampire just feel the, the the you know the little circles and your character is done. And with yeah. GURPS you have to look at all these tables and have these points and you have to make all these calculations. Was yeah, no, what was that that made you didn't have to, to help me because I, I didn't I, I didn't understand barely. Yeah. Uh, but I remember something, something that struck me different, different than, and, and I, I discovered some time ago is that the Brazilian version of the, the groups has some, some layout changes. So oh, some yeah. tables don't, don't like, but they don't, they are not in this, the page they're supposed to be because they okay. wanted to localize the game for the layout to be used in both editions. Like, if you're, play, if you're using the GURPS, like the English version can use the, the Portuguese and they will be in the same page. But it's caused a lot of confusion during the layout of the Portuguese version. 
And yeah. I remember that yeah. that was like some smash. The, 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 the game was like, oh, look at the table at page 77. It wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, it's a classic thing for Brazilian translations, I think. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it, it was one of the reasons I, I, I decided, oh, I, I have to read those books in English because I'll find the stuff I'm not finding here. So Yeah, yeah. How do you have uh, any... Any ritual for creating your work when you sit down to, to make pixel art or illustrate? Do you have any procedure? Like, do you listen to music? Do you put some special shoes? Do you put on a funny hat or anything like this? <laughs> uh, a funny hat, I have a St. Patrick's hat that, uh, that my, 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 my partner stole from a few years back to the college. <laughs> But mm -hmm. I don't... I don't use that. Uh, I like to, to, to listen to music, but uh, yeah, it's basically like the the, 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 the ritual of drawing. Like, oh, we have to do something. We get into the internet to look for reference. Uh, sometimes I like to make some warm up to draw very fast something to like, oh, okay, like draw something that will clear my mind so I can start. Uh, sometimes when there's like in, in, in paper or digitally, how how do digitally, you warm up? I I, I used I I, I I used to draw in paper, but I I need to go back actually because paper is so it's much better to to clear the mind to to, to drive creativity. Like you can, yeah. I don't know the the, the way that the the the, the, the paint works. The paper is like hits different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, I feel that. So I believe my drawing is much better in paper than it is digital, because that. Yo, what's much better in paper? My, my drawing, my my drawing style, I believe, is better yeah. in paper than it is digital, because that. Yeah, because your senses, you're using everything. Like you can feel the paper because digitally, you do have like this this pen, but it, it doesn't feel the same way as yeah. as you know the the pen on the paper. It's always no matter what tool you use, it kind of feels the same as it touches the screen. So. I don't know. I think the reactions on this, it doesn't feel the same at all. And then yeah. when you're engaged in the paper, you, you react to it better. So you can, I don't know. Yeah. I yeah, think it's. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's something yeah. different. It's something that, that feels good. Like, I maybe did this is yeah. something weird for me. Because there are people, there, there are people that are drawing perfectly. Like, they, they oh, yeah. can have the same consistent style between digital and paper. And I like, um, yeah, I for feel me, like it's very hard. Yeah. People drawing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we, we we obviously see you know similarities, but I I do prefer uh, my drawing on paper than my drawing digital, digitally for sure as well. Uh, the the way they when they 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 make some drawing tablets that have the same texture of paper and a drawing, that yeah, I keep paper, but for drawing, <laughs> <laughs> like they do in Inking Kindle, right? Yeah, that, I, that I would be fun. Yeah. I remember, uh, I believe in 2010, so the Wacom has had a small device that you put put inside uh, above the paper, and uh, the device will turn the drawing of the paper into a vector that you could upload to PC. Mm. I never, I, I never bought it, but I believe that okay, that is magical. But something that I never saw again. But that's yeah, it. yeah, and, and I never saw anyone using it, like just in, in the in the ads. Ah. How do you do you can you identify any place from where you draw a lot of inspiration from? I know as artists we're always, you know, for 
senses up trying to capture interesting things. Uh, but I do I do recognize that I draw a lot from from my childhood, from you know shows that I watched or books that I read or you know comics. Can you identify any place from where you you draw inspiration a lot? Uh, for for Pixar specifically, uh, we can't avoid to go back to childhood because it's where most of the Pixar are. Like so, uh, like the old Final Fantasy games, like same inspiration for me, especially Final Fantasy Tactics. Like I said, it's the best Pixar art I ever saw in my life is Final Fantasy Tactics. And I, still I, today, the I original one. Today. Wow. Uh, yeah, uh, but but it is, might be because I'm a bit of a fanboy, so I will defend with my life. Yeah, so. <laughs> but it's, it's, <laughs> even if it's not the best, it's like it is great. It is. Yeah, I remember. Bad. Yeah, it's very influential. Like you, if you see any isometric game, uh, I put money into because I bet that the 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 Pixar is inspired at least in part by Final Fantasy Tactics, like uh, Zelda from. Super Nintendo was very influential for me. Yeah, uh, my my drawing style like uh, is mostly inspired by by Mike Pinola of all people, and, and it was weird for me because I oh. almost never read any Hellboy book <laughs> and book comic. I just like this style of Pinola. Yeah, I I haven't read uh, Hellboy. I read you know his Lankmar series, which is fantastic. Uh, but yeah, I mean. The art is so iconic that you you don't have to read the comics. You no, recognize it instantly, and you can love the art either way. And yeah, but I, I want I want to read it somebody. But you know, for because of RPG, I, I got straight to the the Lankmar series that he he did, and it's incredible for sure. And 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 now that I'm thinking, yeah, how 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 do you approach, uh, you know? Drawing from Mike Manola and translating that into pixel art. As you it said. is, uh, it is kind of like a ever learned experience because there, there is a pixel artist. Uh, I don't know his name, but his handle is Blasco on Twitter. He's so much better at translating Manola art than me. Like he, his pixel art, when he's simulating Manola style, is perfect. Me, uh, I, I, oh. I, I, I never like to. Simulate the style of the people. It's more like oh, yeah, no, elements to my work. Not, not, How did not, you? What did you pick from him? him? What did you learn? Yeah, uh, uh, it is. It's a. Uh, it's a pair. Like most of my time when I do pixel art, it's kind of smaller pixel art, like to thirty-two pixel size. So we mm -hmm. have to be very careful when add the the hard shadows and all of those. Yeah. But I try to to work. Like uh, I usually I usually focus on. What, like uh, having having the sun hit the part, like oh, this, the, the the left of the character is is the light, and the right is the shadow. So more to the mm -hmm. right, you have the the hard shadows that will follow the the black outline. I kind of work the that way. High contrast. Yeah, very high contrast. Uh, the 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 projects that I use mostly is my my own personal project like CDR and the fan project that I'm making for Blaze of the Dark, like the Pixel of the Dark project. Uh, the ones that I try to adapt to more the style of knowledge because I believe it's the one that I, that I fits well to. Yeah, yeah, fits for Blades in the Dark. It's it's yeah. fits perfectly yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Slowly, I, I'm making I, Blades in the Dark a cute game. <laughs> <laughs> Is there uh, another creator 
I know we're talking about Mike Minona, but is there creator for any field that could be from games, from from art, from from writing or music, anything? Uh, because of the way they work or their approach, their craft or their approach, their presence in, in their fields, that's inspired in the way you approach your work and, and, and your presence and, and anything like this or not necessarily? Oh, in Tabletop RPG, there are so many people. Like, uh, I, 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 I got to work with Tabletop RPG, indie Tabletop RPG is very, very, like, just a few years ago. Like, my first work was mm -hmm. in 2021 with, with Sandpad Games. And I still work with them. So, like, uh, I, I met so many People that I, I, I use I use as a reference because they are so good. You're you included. Uh, I like your work. I like how, you. how I approach work. I like uh, I like how how a great person you are. Uh, so I, I try to, to see that. Uh, but uh, your work, I believe, like uh, Manuel worked with. I, I used to Sandpack Games. Uh, Navi and Sean Drake, like a great reference for me. Uh, Spencer. Yeah. Campbell, I, I love his work too. Uh, John Harper, of course, because I can't help but feel good to have a reference of his work. Like, I love Blizzardak. Blizzardak, like, one of the best tabletop RPG I've ever played. Um, yeah, it's incredible. For tabletop RPG, I feel lucky that like, I, I got the chance to work with almost all the people that I, that I really admire in the scene. Nice, yeah. It's it's sometimes I can't believe that I've I've worked with some people too. Like and, and when we talk with those people and when we hang out with them, it's like, wow. Like <laughs> my that, that I end up working, but I never talked with because of you actually because we are Johanar because I, I admire his work a lot. Like one of the best illustrators I, I ever saw. So, uh, because of the card wars, I, I can't say that I, I I have my art alongside his <laughs> one game. And it was great for me. Like, um, yeah. For the scene, and I and I feel that that is great for for indie tabletop RPG scene to have so many great people that they can inspire, can use the reference for our work. Yeah, and there's there's so many great people. Like even for this podcast, like the list just keeps growing, and and I feel anxious that I can invite everyone at the same time, <laughs> and it's 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 weird. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. One thing that helped me a lot to encourage me to keep trying to work with tabletop digit more is because how how many good good people from Brazil that, that I found like you like Manuel like first Alaterra or Felipe I, yeah. I travel with, with last name so I <laughs> Felipe uh, there are so many great people that that keep seeing work as designers as illustrators up okay I can't I can't feel it here it's because there's a lot of people that I admire that are from my country. It's great to be to find a place like this. Yeah, and then and when we we help each other out, I think it's yeah. it's great. Like I I even think like there's a lot of people when we should have like maybe a, a Brazilian guild of creators and just oh, put someone <laughs> in like in a in a WhatsApp group and just try to lift each other each other's up or even like a Discord or something that we could even coordinate. You know. Uh, oh, post about my my project on on Reddit or something that we 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 can't force ourselves. That could really help each other out. Like uh, people have this co 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 cooperative, so we could try do something 
to help yeah. each other, on, like from Brazil and, and, and Latin and etc. Uh, oh, especially because I always need someone to read my very probably very bad rule, so I, I need experienced designer to to read that. How it's terrible, change that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, we we tried read each other's stuff. Sometimes we're like all busy, but you know, lifting each other and sometimes doing some. Uh, as we develop, like not everything at the same time, but it's just sharing a little bit, uh, it does help. And and and, and we some we could like schedule play tests and, and stuff like this. That would be a good idea. But are are you working on anything right now that you would like to talk about, or any, any projects you have going on that you would I don't know talk about uh, your weirdest favorite part? Uh, of I it? work with Senpega on help users. The the tabletop RPG has been great. Like they. Sandbox is great. Like the, the the way the developers are, are, are cooperative. Uh, you ah, you're again. <laughs> yeah, but you're back. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, I'm I'm here. I'm yeah, here. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now you. Uh, so it's been great. We worked with them. Like uh, the her process shaped up to be like a really good tabletop RPG. Like for people that like tactical combat. Uh, but but I work mostly. Uh, no, I, work, uh, I, I I try to help them with designer, but because uh, I mismanage my time a lot, I, I end up working on only with the art. But I still want to help them with the design some sometime. And but but so far so far the, the these years the the only tabletop PG that I work in like as freelancer. I, I have my personal projects that I sit in art that. I've been working like for a hell of a long time. I need to finish writing this year, so I can at least focus on. Do you want to yeah. talk a little bit about this this project that is you have been cooking uh, for oh, a, a long while? Or? Oh, I can. Uh, yeah, yeah. City Lar is like my like my my baby. It, it it is a project that everyone says for you to not make. Uh, the first project is a big ambitious project, and I am stupid enough that I started with that. It wasn't a purpose. <laughs> like I wanted yeah. to make something fast, but, but and we started we started with uh, an idea of a setting for me to study pixel art. Like uh, my 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 mind works very very for study very easily if I have a very objective. I put myself, okay, let's make a setting that it could be for a game for something. And I, and I look, okay, like I want to make a tabletop RPG out of this. And, and it's been three years now <laughs> going to the fourth. Uh, and and how has been the development? Like what stage are you on? What, what, what do you find the, the most difficult part of, of developing? Uh, the most difficult part, at least for me, uh, is actually find ways to play test the game, like beat people, time me, because because mm. uh, yeah. like uh, there is a part that that is you can't do it alone. So like okay, I need yeah. other other people to to test it, and it's very and because because I'm terrible at keeping up with community and Discord, I'm terrible at keeping contact with a lot of people, and and I keep it yeah, keeping keep asking people asking uh, sorry sorry about because that so it's hard for me to enter and I can be a part of the community long enough for, for me to play people who want to play test my games, so I try to to uh, to talk with people that are close to me that I that I had enough intimacy so. 
I can, the friends uh, or working colleagues that I can ask yeah. for free tests. But it's still it's hard to find uh, find the time for them. So so it's not easy. Uh, so yeah. uh, I kind of I I I I reached a point that okay I'm reaching a good balance for the game that I will for unfortunately to look at it okay it's time for me to move so, because if you're going to play test the way it's hard to play test for me I will play test it to the, the end of time because it's hard to find time yeah have you ever thought about maybe you know doing like a lot of a lot of publishers that are doing like making a Ascon version. And you're releasing it, and people would test it and play it and give you feedback for you to work on on your final version eventually. Or yeah, I, I try to. Do, I think about that because, I, I, like I said, I want to to finish the writing, like like this year. So finish finish in a way that will mm. be written, not in a way that I will never go back and fix it if, if I find something. Oh, okay. So yeah. I going to I want to finish to the point. Okay, I can release to the public, and the public can give me feedback. I can change. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I might do that. I might release the Zashkin version that will be the final, not fully playtested version. Mm-hmm. People can be to give feedback. My charge, my charge, might not. Yeah, and this can give me some time to work on the layout, work on the the art, the art, the, the art of the, the game. Yeah, yeah, and and and. What part of the developer, like what, what is missing? What, what do you have to, to finish? Uh, I'm finishing the, the core rules. Like uh, the, 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 the sketch part of everything is done. I really, really need to finish like the, the, the proper write, like the add the fluff text, yeah, the, like uh, mm-hmm. writing a coherent, coherent way. But the core rules are almost done. So I will, need, I will move to the set, the, the word, like the word building. And I believe that's a part of it the longest because uh, I have yeah. to find in me the the, the, the the writer's part to describe a word in an interesting way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's just like pouring words out. It yeah. comes out, and then you go back and and, and make yeah. it look. So far, I'm structuring the game like a historian describing the the rules and the word yeah. for some reader. But, uh, have you have you written a lot already? Is is it big or how how big of a game do you think it, it will be? No, uh, I don't want it to be. Uh, like if it's going to end up big, it's because oh, yeah. most of the word being the art assets inside the book. Because the rules I want to be for oh, yeah. uh, there, there needs to be a tactical game, but a tactical game with some some role play fair. Uh, I'm inspired a lot by uh by, by uh, by, by immersive scene games like Zonard, Tiff digital games, that is like when a, a game that game that, that you look and say, if your option is to attack the people in a direct way, is the most boring option you have. And I want to make a tactical game that is about that. So mm. a tactical game that is more interesting if your character try to pass, uh, to use stealth to pass an approach to pass the enemy. And try to, or if they want to uh, strike the enemy down, they will use clever ways. And, uh, and most of the playtest was actually to not discourage mice, to show the player that it's more fun to play, to be creative instead of, oh, I want to attack the character with my sword. Okay, you attack the character with the sword. So it, it, it's been a very interesting yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to check it out. I remember 
you're sharing some of you know art assets that you were making for it and it, it looks looks cool uh, how would you, yeah, please continue. <laughs> would you would you say uh you have like a, a personal style a word mark that uh, marks your work as yours can you do you know do you think you can identify something uh that you you live in in your work uh, i i believe my color palette is kind of unique and not exactly unique but more personal uh i, I like to use purple lights uh, do you have any any reason why and why why do you like purple or why do you uh, a few years ago so i started to draw purple and i enjoy can can know the reason why but it is i i and i start to add everything like in city noir when it's night the the, the sky turned purple like this instead of this. yeah so i uh, i particularly like purple a lot so i think it's kind of uh this mythical color it it reminds me of sorcery of the weird and and it's kind of dark and mysterious yeah, yeah. so yeah i, I it, like purple a lot I, some people I think don't it, it, it transition very well into like you, you can have some cozy feelings with purple you have some very menacing feelings with purple and, yeah uh, it, yeah and for it's between itself, warm and cold yeah yeah and for seeing noir itself like the art style will build my isometric art style so most of the art will very we have a very cutesy style like because but the word itself is a danger word. Your characters in the world are doing the revolution. So, like, the, the, sometimes I think the, the palette style will create the, the contracts that some I, I don't I don't see using a lot, but I like this idea. And it reminds me a lot of some older PlayStation games or SNES games that have the cute art style, but the story, the story itself is very serious. Like, the, it's like the, the carrots are it's like the, the carrots are cute, but they're doing serious stuff. Like, and for civilized doing that. I believe purple helped me a lot. Uh, another thing yeah. I think is personal, like every project that I work, I will try to add some character with some red scarf on it. Because I think that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Do do you have other hobbies, you know, besides role playing games, you know, probably, you know do you play video games? Like my question is do you have any any kind of hobby or creative output? Uh, that you do just for yourself and not, you know, as as work and related to RPGs and, and pixel art. Uh, I I like to read. I like to read. Like I like to read. I like to play. Uh, I try on and off to make physical exercises, and I always give up. <laughs> I I want to learn. Some... What What do you do? What uh... do you do for physical exercise? Uh, I usually go to, to walk, and I had a I had a bicycle, but I don't do that anymore. I, but I need, like, I seriously need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I have always been very sedentary, and and, and, and yeah, because of anxiety, uh, I decided to you know. I had a crisis because of the pandemic, and I decided to attack anxiety from all angles as I could. And then and, and exercise become just a habit and kind of kind of sometimes like I feel stressed and then, oh I have to go exercise and then it kind of helps you know yeah it's, it's something that yeah, it's something that I do every time I like anxiety hits a little harder I, I give up and go for a walk like take take some time yeah, go, walks, go to something near and sell yeah. yeah, walks are awesome because 
they're kind of exercise and then can be kind of a meditation too if you're like trying to feel the the winds and you know hear the sounds and kind of stuff but i love it, yeah, yeah. it's so well. calm it's so peaceful it's a great place to, to work to have have like have ideas that you never thought like even for work is great it's like okay i i yeah, yeah. Not, i have a hard time to draw so i don't know a motorcycle right you go to work to a walk and i go back to that is like a solution but idea of how it could solve the, the, the issue yeah because you empty your mind and you leave your your problems to your subconscious to work on, on that instead of you trying to figure it out yeah. and then and sometimes that's all all you need really to have the the pieces falling into place yeah, I and I, I love I, to, to to observe like observe mundane things like the the texture texture of trees like the how how the cracks in the the, 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 the the sidewalk are I think this is so good for us to learn uh, I, I have this problem that I, I, I believe everything I do in the in the be about work because even that I, I use that because I want to know how to draw it but it's also kind of peaceful like you see the world you see the, the, the imperfections of the world like okay I look at this tree I look at the this color change yeah. how did the wood break into it uh, yeah i mean it is work because we work with art but it's not work because it's art and, <laughs> and, and <laughs> because uh, it's different like you 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 want to learn because you want to to create something you want to it's not about i am i have to know this because i will sell more and i'll get richer and, and it's not about greed it's about creating you know, it's. I think it's more generous than than it's know about getting something for you, right? I think art has a lot to do about giving. It is giving something yeah, to, to to people. It's it's a gift in, in a way. It's obviously something that we love. We're kind of making for ourselves too, but it's something that we create and 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 and, and it's out there and people can enjoy. So. Uh, thinking about that because i i do think about that a lot and like i uh you know watching adventure time with with my my, my <laughs> wife and then like seeing all this this weird and 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 and, and, and wonderful things in, in the cartoon and she likes commenting and, um, I, and, and i comment about yeah i could use that in that game and and things like this and like oh we'll, you always think about that i don't know it's it, it just comes to me it's yeah. Yeah, and, and it's a lot of times might be ideas that we might never even use, but it's fun to have yeah. exercises, mentally exercise. Yeah, it's an exercise. Yeah, it's it's practice. Creativity is a practice. If yeah. you if you don't use it, you it's hard for you to use afterward. Like if you spend too much time without drawing or without writing, when you get back to it, it's like an exercise. If you spend too much time without exercising, when you go back, exercising is gonna hurt. So it's 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 the same thing in, in a way, right? And, and I feel it's good sometimes because sometimes remember that it's not it's not just work. Like uh, we can so we can feel burnout. Like I can feel not exactly burnout in the sense that oh, I can't drive them, but tired of drawing, tired of work with that. But it's when you go out and you see things, when you think of things that you think just for fun, uh, yeah, it's different. Like we kind of. Kind of help understand that oh it's more it's more than work like this because uh, I I feel like we all have problems of dissociate dissociate ourselves from work like like you when you ask me like who are you like 
okay, I'm a graphic designer and I'm a pixel artist. And, and inside of me, like, fuck, who, who the hell am I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just what I yeah, know, that's what I do. Hello, weirdos. This is Diogo Nogueira, and I'm back with a word from our sponsors. Me. I just released a new game called Cosmosaurus, in which you play a dinosaur space ranger who protects the galaxy from evil threats such as slime bankers, undead pirates, and Cosmosaurus from a void dimension. It's a game with a runes light system inspired by Forge in the Dark and Lasers and Feelings. Uh, it comes with a bunch of tables for you to generate content for it. If you know my games, they're really easy to play and they have tools to help you improvise and play with low prep. It's an ideal game for one-shot, short campaigns and introducing new people to the hobby. And it's a really perfect family game. I play with my kids all the time. It's a game inspired by Saturday morning cartoons. It's really well illustrated uh, by Lukas Kowalski from Poland and with a great layout by Guilherme Gontijo. It's a really fun game. You should check it out on DriveThruRPG, itch.io or exclusively in print on ExaltedFurner.com. I have many other games there, check them out. All the links are in the show notes, so click there. And let's get back to weird with our chat. Yeah, That's a weird question, right? Because who we are, we're like we're carrying all these labels, but what if we didn't have this job? If we didn't, you know, like who we are besides this stuff that we we do and like who we are, to, it's it's very hard to to define. Uh, right? It's something that we never uh, we we have to learn by ourselves because when 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 other people try to try to help us figure it out. And not not their fault. It's not like society are society measure us by how much money we can by yeah. what, what we are financially. So oh, yeah. other, we, other people would like to see that way. So we have to start with us to understand ourselves and try to us oh, to yeah. see other people like what they are outside of of that. Yeah. And, and it's very important, especially I think for, for artists and creators, and in our case, like indie creators, uh, to have their own definition what what success is. Because like... Uh, We see a lot of Kickstarters and people, you know, uh, getting awards and, and, and having millions of dollars on their Kickstarters. And we think like, oh, we have to get there. We have yeah. that's that's success, but not necessarily. You you have to figure out what success is. Success having your game played by someone, you know, in the other side of the, the planets that you never imagined someone would play. That's that's a fucking su success for me. Uh, okay. You know, having someone that you admire and and you study their work come to you and say they, they like the stuff that you made, even though you're not making tons of money, you're not getting a award. That's that's gonna be a, a fucking you know finishing something. You know, yeah, getting your <laughs> project and actually finishing something. You you don't have even to sell a copy. Yeah, exactly. You know, get, get it to work or something. Like, like we, yeah. we said that, that it's very easy to, to start up tabletop RPG, but it's not it's not easy to finish one. Like, yeah, yeah. So if you if you keep working on yeah. that, it's, it's already a big big achievement. Yeah. So, it's starting is already a big step. I mean, a lot of people yeah. want to make stuff, but they never you know even start. So starting is already a big step, but finishing is so much important because uh, we you know. This perfectionism, like we have to make this great thing, and we never finish, uh, so you can get demotivated and never try again. So yeah. I, I would suggest, yeah. you know, 
make yeah, easy yeah, we keep, we keep bad measure stuff ourselves. at first. Yeah. yeah, we keep measuring ourselves with people that I like that have 20, 30 years of experience. Oh, yeah. No, if you're starting now, you're not you're not going to be good and this is not an issue like it's life yeah. <laughs> uh, I, uh, the, and the problem I, I believe the tragic thing about it is we are seeing artists have this this this, this issue being weaponized against them because like the, the AI stuff is always some we just say oh I can't learn how to proper draw so I use AI no it's like I mean, this is an excuse to make money they, they don't care about the art stuff, but it's going to is it is something that is being turned into an argument against artists. Like, oh, you have too much experience, I will never reach you. It's not like that. Like, once some time ago, every artist starts from from nothing. Yeah, and 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 your style doesn't necessarily has to be that super detailed that no. takes years and years. To, you know, there is artists that. I think art has a lot more to do about confidence than with, you know, craft. Because you can make really cool art that is not really, you know, very formally studied. So, uh, and you can make colleges. You can make a lot of good stuff without resorting to, uh, for the lack of a better word, stealing the work of others. One thing that I was thinking about this, this AI stuff that if they wanted to make that, they would they should have like a body of artists that are paid to like exactly. make the art for the AI to be fed. Like they yeah, this AI make art, but we have like 30 artists that are working every day for as long Get as this paid. thing is running, and they are making art to feed this thing, and they're not like using other people's work. That that's what this should be doing if you are yeah, going yeah, to, to make yeah. this, you know. Well, but it's something that Without regulation, this is going to this is going away. Yeah. Like you just keep stealing and you keep getting destroyed. Yeah, and it's and that's a, that's the tragedy of it. Like our uh, way, art way. I, I believe like uh, drawing itself like is can be used to marketing, but the 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 art aspect of it when really, you just see it as a value for money, like you, you can destroy it. Like say, oh, yeah. I'm going to make uh, art is just valuable if makes money, so we can use AI because AI will make it faster. Even though I don't even believe that it's truly art, it's is that it's an image, like it's yeah, 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 exactly. That's exactly right. art requires their human, you know, touch, their human intention. I think intention, the, the, yeah. the big thing about this is intention, intentionality, yeah. because. Yeah, you make a prompt and ah, it made what I wanted. Not exactly. It made a lot of decisions for you that you gave up for this thing. You are not making decisions. You didn't decide that this is the angle or this is the tail of the arbor. There's and and when an artist does the example I always use here in the in the in the podcast is that Last Supper painting, like that every character is doing something and is telling a story, and you, you won't see any any AI generated image that, that tells a story like this. They technically they look alright, although they, there's a lot of, you know, if you're an artist, you can detect a lot of mistakes there. But they 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 are like those beautiful uh empty shells, you know, like Thanks, eggs. Yeah. Like Easter eggs. And you open and there is nothing inside because 
the, the decisions, the intentions, and then, you know, when you make art, like, oh, I'm gonna make this arbor, this detail, this detail here, this represents this or that, or that thing there represents that. Oh, there's a detail of this animal there. You create an art if you're creating a story, but when you give that up to a machine that makes all these decisions for you, there's nothing there. Yeah, it's and, 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 and it's even we can go even deeper with that because like that there was the the the, the elephant and the monkey like a, years ago that made some some art and even with that like they say oh because a monkey can make art so yeah I can too but the monkey the, the monkey had a, a unique style you see the paint the monkey oh, yeah. was something unique to that and an AI with the same prompt the same AI would give it ten different image they they i can decide the direction but even if you go animals to the point, have, okay, uh, animals have to, emotions yeah, yeah. That. animals have emotion it's yeah, ended the, like the, this the monkey was the monkey yeah. chimpanzee you can remember was painted that because of a reason because they want it the ai is because it's not even ai it's like it's an algorithm yeah so, yeah it's, it's like, just reproducing a pattern it's not yeah, making decisions it, it's not creating anything it's it's and, repeating and, something and if it's, if that it's someone, reaching points that you can say oh it's now art it's a fully ai the heart will belong to the AI, will not belong to the the people that, that yeah the, 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 the type the prompt that's uh, true so, as well yeah yeah so like what 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 is but 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 uh, yeah and i i think like the 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 part that that, that sometimes the art community kind of falters is that they keep engaging with the with talking about what is what is in art, but it's kind of like a smoke screen for the, the tech bros because they, they they don't yeah. care if it is a freeze. They just create this argument for people don't go after the regulation that why what we yeah. need to be pressured our governments. And they keep using the way they want. Like uh, we can see like the mid journey guy was called like saying how much how much thousands of arts that they they had stolen for yeah. for the, the algorithm uh nothing keep happening against them because they are it's poor not only because of that because they have like a they have money they have a big big more yeah. more power but but on the internet the argument sometimes devolve into the regulation to oh okay you can make art the people don't care about it you can tell them yeah. 200 times that they can make art for the one they they don't want they want money and fast. Yeah. Yeah. They want the shortcuts for, for, for something that, exactly. uh, you know. And, and it's, sad as it it's is. The co- it's the concept of delayed gratification. It's something that I'm trying to teach my kids. Like everything is delayed gratification. Food yeah, yeah. is delayed gratification. Like you, you don't eat and like it's raw and it just you, you cook it and it takes a while and it gets better. Everything is this. E- everything. Everything in humanity is delayed gratification. And, and, and it's great because you put effort in it and it's become part of you. Like, uh, yeah. you, you and, draw. And you grow, the thing takes, is better, everyone learns. And, and the next time it will be even better because you learn it. Because if you're just clicking a button, it's, it's, it's fast food. <laughs> yeah, it's, got, it's, it's, boring. it's boring. It's fast food, it's bad for you. You, you get complacent. And and one another another thing with AI, it's it's gonna get you know uh, homogenous. It's everything will look the same over time, and yeah. and and 
who is going to create who is going to be creative because if, if it's only you know a pattern being repeated it's going to be the same and we are all it's going to be all the same the same plastic thing yeah because like another argument they keep saying oh you you also use the reference yeah but reference is different because you're not copying the, the person like i said the, the, when when we use the reference oh, of our a great yeah. designer we're not it's copying that it's difference yeah yeah, yeah. It's different. like we we are getting you're using parts of them that we admire but turning it something out of our own when like uh, you can like i said my knowledge is very important to my art if i don't say it most people won't see it in yeah my art. yeah yeah but but you don't see a piece that's like because you see with the, these ai images they are clearly like you, you get two images you point the two in front of each other like the same angle like the same they're yeah. clearly a, a copy and that doesn't happen with like real artists you know yeah. of course there 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 are copies that like they, they yeah, make yeah. the painting like you know forgeries but you know people making like those people say so, oh i make this new image when an artist a human makes something uh i, I love this this phrase from from someone like an artist that like we are incapable of making perfect copies because we are fallible we're making mistakes and 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 that's a great thing you know ai generated an image is not about mistakes they're about being something perfect, perfect and right. i think human arts it's really about the mistakes you know it's not it's also about the things that the, the, the artist makes great but it's also about the mistakes the thing that's missing there the errors and that tells something about their art and their artists and and and, and that's what is how different it is yeah I, I can i can study these artists and use it as a reference but I'm fallible, and I will be incapable un un of, of making a, a copy. And I will inevitably insert insert something of myself, my limitations, my values, and that is creation. And that, yeah. that yeah. But as I said, it's just a smoke screen for for like it's stealing people's work and not paying uh, the rights. As you said, if they want to do that, hire a body of artists, make them work every day, and you have a bunch of art to use. Exactly. Yeah. No. Uh, and how now we're getting into more like more personal part of of the podcast uh yeah. i'd like to ask you you know about weird experiences and, and things you know about supernatural and spirituality so have you have you ever had any you know uh experience with with the supernatural have you like ever seen a ghost or like uh a monster like you live in the in the country of, of the brazil so have you ever heard of those, you know, uh, werewolf stories? And have you ever experienced anything weird out there? Uh, uh, when I was a kid, I lived like in a, in a house that was kind of far away in the city. Now, 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 now the urbanization reached that part, but it wasn't before. And there was always stories of like ghosts because there, there's a lot of houses that were built, were built in. Were being built in the time, so we had a lot of a lot of stories. All oh, ghosts live in the house, or the other house people die there. Uh, and and it, it was uh, near that was the uh, I think it's, it's not just like the butcher shop, but it's the place where the the, the cattle go to the slaughterhouse. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of houses. Yeah. So the, the place was kind of the, the kind of fable being the hot parts of the city. So like me and my cousins, we were very close at the time. We, we always tried to, to, to give up 
mix of them you're supposed to like you get into the houses and try to to flash ghosts try to to capture them on, on camera now my father got a, had a very heavy like your camera so we we get borrowed <laughs> and we go there mm-hmm. uh, like uh uh myself uh i i think i am a spiritualist person i don't have a religion like i try to make i try to make religion don't affect me but i i am kind of a spiritualist person i kind of believe that there is some some, some weird stuff around us that we don't understand my goals my spirits i don't know but but, but i i find it interesting i am very interested about that uh, do you have any spiritual practice any any do you pray do you have any rig, uh, ritual anything like this or no when i when well i was catholic before like uh, catholic don't don't believe too much in ghosts no, they, no. They, they but but uh, i when i was I, when i was younger i meditated more like the love contest so it is spiritualistic, but it's not exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, but but uh, but did I'm you did you stop meditation? Do you know, I, do you don't meditation anymore? I do not as often as I did before, but I use more as exercise for calming, like I mean, again, with anxiety. It helped me a lot. Like uh, I remember, I had a during the September seven from two thousand twenty one that we were on the verge of the coup. Also, that I had like have a side attack that day. Like I, like I, I was, I thought of like so. I, I that day was kind of I get back to meditate because I control my inspiration time. I, I was kind, I was feeling very bad. I was, I think I was going to pass out. My heart was very accelerated. Wow, yeah. So I, I don't know what happened that day. Like, we ended up most of being a massive coward. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, but that that house that I live in, I'm, me and my friends, me and my cousin, we getting, we getting, we we never found a ghost. But I remember one time. Oh, it was close to the cemetery. It was a, like was a very strange. <laughs> we had this lot of house. We had a lot of wow. Everything is the same place. At the same place, like the wow. <laughs> and yeah. one, I, I never found anything. But one time, like I, I a few years later, I was getting back to my house, like. Uh, I was 16, mm-hmm. I believe. I was getting back to my house. And I saw like a pale figure, like people shaking the, the door of the of the, the cemetery. It was like 4 a.m., stuff like that. I, I I was a little drunk, but I wasn't that drunk. Like, but yeah. but, but I, I, I freeze. I, I froze. Like, I saw there's like a pale figure, like with something like wasp. Something with a veil, stuff like that, yeah. shaking the, the door of the cemetery. And I, and I give myself, oh my God, like, what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing. And I was alone. Like, the, then when I yeah. try, try to get it back on, back the control of my, my body, I try to, I got to another street, like walking very, like, very fast until I start running. And like, I keep telling myself, oh, it's just a crazy person, just a crazy person. Nothing, nothing super that. Yeah. We do hear a lot of a lot of stories about uh, white lady or this kind of ghost, like the, this lady wearing veils and stuff here in Brazil. I don't know if that's a common story in other countries. 
Uh, maybe the weirdos out there who are listening to this can, you know, answer us. But here in Brazil, I, I think it's very common about the stories, like in in, in paths or in streets at at, at yeah. night near cemeteries, uh, the spirits of this woman wearing veils of white, and and they take people away or something. I don't know what's that about, but yeah, I, I remember yeah. seeing something like this too. But I, as a kid, and I mean, we were very impressionable. Uh, but yeah. That, that's yeah, as a kid, I saw, I saw ghosts in every corner. It was very, very covered. Like, uh, if you turn <laughs> off the lights, like every shadow from me was a ghost. Like, oh my God, like, I'm going to yeah. die tonight. <laughs> yeah, I was very scared as I get to. Like in our home, we have like a big hallway between my my room and the, and the living room, and they had like a bathroom right in the middle. And you know those, those stories about you go in the mirror in the bathroom and you say, oh. Uh, I killed uh, Joan Dark or, or you know, any of those, like the, the bones in the mirror or anything like this. So I thought something would come out of the mirror and grab me. So every time I would go to the living room, I would leave my, my bedroom and would just sprint to the row, hallway until I get to the, to the living room. I would just run uh, back yeah. and forth because I wouldn't just walk through the hallway because if it was too slow, the thing in the bathroom would get me for sure. So, yeah. <laughs> I remember a terrifying experience that I had was when my sister and my friend of mine, because they decided to watch like the Exorcist the first time. I never uh, watched it. It's still today. No, I never watched. No, it. They, they watch. I don't. But they watch that room next to my 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 room. And I remember I I started I, I had a uh, superintendent at the time. I I turned it on. And I wasn't playing anything. I just like froze. Like trying to like just raising the, the, the sound so I can't can hear the movie and uh, but mm-hmm. I, I remember I, I like uh, my then when the movie was then the move uh, finished my, my sister and my friends all they all get back to my room but can keep playing something they were they were all terrified and the fact they were terrified made me it's even more scared because <laughs> like <my sister laughs> older than me she, she was very brave like it's water or was no problem and I was very scared. She was scared. Like that movie will that 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 the movie will kill us. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I wanna. I kind of want to watch now, but I mean, I don't have anyone to watch with. My wife doesn't watch horror movies or anything, and my kid is is a kid yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I was too afraid to to watch anything when I was a kid. So I'm 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 making my way through the stuff that I didn't watch back yeah, then. Because now I kind of feel. Kind of now, I feel kind of kind of silly, but uh, I, you know, I, I, it might be. I, I I still don't have the courage to watch it because uh, I'm, go- I'm gonna try. I'll, I'll report to you how I felt <laughs> about it. <laughs> uh, the, the point of me, I, I like I, I like play like uh, all her games, both digital and tabletop RPG. Like uh, yeah, I really me like some sessions of, of like no cough tools and stuff like that. But I'm terrified of movies. It's kind yeah. of uh, I uh, I just I just RPG Heart I love Heart and Belief. It's a great game for for some horror sessions like but movie no no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, how have you ever had you know any experience with uh, states of altered awareness, uh, whether they are through meditation, hypnosis, dreams, or even use of you know psychedelics or anything uh, uh a little bit of both of everything like uh, i remember the first 
time I, I got really drunk, it wasn't because I broke my leg. And I, I was given a, a lot of work for the doctors to... Uh, the, how 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 we spell Jesus in English? Cast. Cast, yeah. I was given a lot of, a lot of yeah. words. I was like six years old. So they, they drug me like heavily. So I remember... Uh, it was another stuff with scary movie. I have watched Adrian's the the day before. When I I was having having a drug and I keep seeing Adrian's around the room, like when I was started recovering, and my mother when she was trying to comfort me, like to calm me, I uh, she told she still told me that I keep telling that I, she's she's not my true mother. She was the alien queen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, but I I, I have a session of, of hypnosis too because uh, but I don't remember a lot of it. Like yeah, I the they said I talk a lot about my, my past too because uh most traumas of the past, like a lot of a lot of issues with my father that that you had when I was a kid, so but it's always something that I can can really remember a lot yeah. uh, but have you ever had right? yeah, have you ever had any any other experience with with drugs that made you this uh, stuff after that or or no with drugs too but like uh, was was more like the weird seeing weird colors like uh uh night I did a uh, shadow diamond. It's a diamond that yeah, uh, yeah. I with my friend. He had like uh, he was like very spiritualist person, so we drank with him. We drank with him. It was weird. Like you, I feel like I, like uh, you, I, I see what it comes, but I did just feel that you feel that you're looking for yourself from a different point of view. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, I was was something that I, okay. You look at yourself and you like the time I can't remember again. It's, it's, I can't everything very fuzzy, but I remember that I didn't like the version of me that I saw. And I'm, uh, yeah. I it leads to a lot of introspection after, like like when, when you start to think. Is the, the oh, yeah. few things you remember? Uh, I I didn't like a lot of. How oh, and I was like a time that I was drinking a lot in the college. I wasn't like the most reliable person, so uh, I start to rethink yourself. I, I I think like and my friend tell, tell, told you that that kind of kind of he kind of expected that expected that like it happened with him and he expected it happened to me. Like we look at ourselves and we understand more of who we are and what we want to be. Because sometimes you can look at ourselves and say, okay, I'm not doing. I'm not. There's often particular role with me, but sometimes we we can be better. We can be different. I don't know. Yeah, of course. I, I think that that helped me uh, a few times with mushrooms, and, and because Santo Daime is is it's psychedelic. It, it creates connections, like a, a deep meditation, and 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 like meditation itself, it helps you accept parts of yourself and comprehend you better and have some insights of 
stuff that you do and, and, and suddenly it clicks because it starts connecting these this things in your, in your brain. And yeah, I'm doing this maybe because of that. Yeah, maybe I should stop doing this. And then, and I think it's great that it was kind of, do you, would you say it was helpful for you? It kind of helped you uh, setting a better path? It was, it was, uh, it was. Yeah, it definitely helped. Like, uh, not, it's not the only reason because, like, uh, again, I started dating serious my partner. I then I graduated, had to find a job, but I like I stopped. I almost don't drink anymore. Like, not something. Oh, well, drinks mm -hmm. deep. Like, I like to drink some something different than other. But it's not something like the routine that I was doing wasn't helpful. Like, and I. Yeah. I And the, the kind of life, not, not that was like, oh, it was super crazy, but I wasn't taking the future very seriously. Like, I, I yeah. didn't understand that time yeah. was passing. Like, the, I, I, think that, I think it was understanding that we are going to die. Like, we, yeah. Uh, it, it is about that in a way. It is about that in a way. It has a lot to do with comprehending that what we have is now, and we, we have to do the best that we can with what we have. And and we realized that maybe some of the stuff that we're doing, we're kind of wasting ourselves, you know. So it yeah. it, it is like this. A realization of death is something so scary as hell, but like I believe it's necessary. Like maybe it time is. There there is so much we can do, we want to to do. Like um, I don't think we yeah. have time to take everything, so we have to make the best yeah. we can. Yeah, we, we can't be waiting for something that, oh, when that happens, I will be yeah. happy. When that happens, I will try. Just do yeah. it now and do what yeah. you can because and we I, don't I know. Lost a lot of time, but like, what can we do? We can go back. Yeah, yeah. And and we and, and to be honest, like we we continue to waste time, right? Like we exactly. we drum scroll to Twitter, but but we kind of have discussions and sometimes we stop like. We stop ourselves when I come to Twitter and said, I have to stop this. You know? it, and we put it, our phones it, away. And... Yeah, but I think another part also is to realize that what is time? Because again, we can easily fall into the, 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 the capitalist system of time is money. Like, ah, no, no, it's not about that. It's about you know living and experiencing yeah, exactly. and being with the people around you. Of course, it's about making art because, as you said, like, uh, We're always thinking about work, but not in that way in making money, but about yeah. creating stuff. And that's kind of magical. And I think that's kind of that is about being the now. We are making something, you know, we are we're creating. And and uh, I don't know. When I said Twitter, it's not specifically Twitter. It's like all this this little stuff that sometimes we we obsess over when we think about and maybe we, we shouldn't or we like Oh we, yeah, I don't grow Twitter yeah. all that Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes was is not for good reason. I, I I have to admit I like to see some fights in Twitter because I think sometimes people <laughs> argue. Sometimes I just so stupid, so unnecessary that is entertaining. Like, It's I true. I I do that. I do that. But um, w one thing that really got me was during our elections. You know, also yeah. I, I was constantly checking it and it was making me feel really bad, like anxiety. Yeah, was terrible, and and it was like in, in the pandemic and stuff, uh, and and my relationship with my wife wasn't great, with my kid wasn't great. We're 
working through a lot of stuff and, and that was making it even worse so yeah we have to, to watch about this for sure like the, 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 the pandemic was so high I, 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 I was I was I, I'm not a person that cry easily but it, like during the result was it I was like, fuck man that's so relief as you mentioned like you had this, this crisis like in, in 2021 I I thought I was having like a heart attack it was I think it was my first you know panic attack or something yeah. and then yeah uh, <laughs> like no, the 2022 was like okay we you know, we have the vaccine the Bo bolsonaro is so stupid that it can win but like 2021 was fucking hard like the, yeah uh, like, was... we couldn't leave our home with the idiot was going to bake a coup like what so fucking brazil like but fortunately fortunately we we, we survived that and he yeah. failed everything he tried yeah it's it's it, for me it's kind of weird like 2021 was all these terrible things but it was also something that pushed me to do those changes so it's it's bad but it's it's good in a way that it's it's it, it forced me to to be better and, and yeah, yeah. i have this weird relationship with this year for me it was a year that i that i started to to earn enough to to live full-time as a freelancer so like was at the same time, it was a good year for me. Like, it was yeah. awful, but, but professionally, like, well, I was I yeah. was able to do what I what I wanted to do. So it was was insane. Yeah. And because I, I believe I believe it's strange because I was like with a friend of mine, and he he, he said to me like, uh, it's strange because we feel that that is because there's so much people like having their, their loved ones dying, yeah. dying that we can't be good have something good but we should yeah. have something good like it, something good it yeah we can say what is making moving yeah. through it doesn't make it yeah to keep us going to yeah of course no it, it's not about that i mean uh it was terrible but it it can be bad and good and like everything can be bad and good in, and in I, some ways I, yeah and i think like yeah, yeah that's life like this shit's happened but we have to exactly yeah how uh, now going for uh, the more whimsical and, and, and fun questions at the end of the show. So, if you could choose any superpower to 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 have, what would you choose, and what would be the first thing you would do with that? Ah, oh, that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, What's the I, first thing that comes to your mind? I think I want the power of Magneto. Like, oh, control matter so powerful. Like, man, it is. And uh, saying that way makes me like, okay, how he's doing some some crazy, terrible stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I feel like uh, uh, it, it is it is a, a really good power. Like, we could exactly You 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 can kind of control electricity too, like electromagnetism. Yeah. So you can manipulate that too. And, and there, there was like a comic that like that will lift a mountain because like the motor is full of metal. Yeah. Okay. But depend on who 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 is your writer for your comic book, you can you do can a do lot it. of stuff. <laughs> because you can say, well, people have iron on their bodies, on their blood, so they, you know. Okay. The, the, so the best power is to be the writer of our own stars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you you give That's, the power. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
The Power of Protagonism. The Power of Protagonism. And what would you, the first thing you would do with either magnetism or being the protagonist of your story? Uh, uh, the so, writer protagonist. Uh, like I said, I would design the world and probably do something about redistribution of, of the money or the change, a fundamental change of the system. And feed the world, of course. Uh, and, and, and the business. And, and, and the billionaires, not, not, exact, not, not necessarily the death of them, not necessary, but the end of the billionaires. Yeah. Why we should have billionaires? Yeah, it's it's hard for me to talk about. I have this joke that say, for me, billionaires should, like, should have, they should re receive a telegram when they hit like 500 million and say, hey, look, pal, you have a lot. So start using more. this and giving... You're giving back because if you get to one billion, uh, things are gonna get bad, yeah. you know. <laughs> no, 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 so. You're going to die, but never say, yeah. And now, what weird thing, uh, you wish was real and and like it could be for from fiction, from writing, from movies, anything, it and, and it can be a faction, a location an entity, you know, uh, energy that you wish were real and, and was in our world and, and why would you choose that? It, it's going to be like a, a kind of a blended. But it's going to, I, I hate traveling. Like I, I like, I like to travel. I hate the act of travel, getting a car. So like teleport would be so good. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. for sure. I want to be there. What kind of teleport would would, would you would you like to exist? Like those, uh, you disintegrate and integrate, or some of those really super high speed travel that seems like teleport, or what oh, do you so, imagine so, for so that? So fancy magical teleport, and they open the the door and you enter. Ah, oh, yeah, a like portal. That is cool. That's cool. That cool. Yeah, I like some. I think that's in. more, more, yeah, more comforting than than being disintegrated and then disintegrated. It's kind right? of scary. Why if we don't go back? Yeah, yeah, because it it erases you and informs you again. And is it is it really you? Is like that 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 uh, old philosophy story about? I always forget the name of the boat, but you know, in Greece, that they. Every year they replace like pieces of the boat, and after hundreds of years, all the pieces were replaced. Is it the same boat, or is it you know a new boat? Yeah. And and how finally our last question of the show is: Do you remember the last time you you felt uh, really happy and and grateful for being here and being alive? And if you do, can you share with us, weirdos, uh, when was it and and how it was for you? Uh, uh, it was recently, actually. I, I, uh, I, I, had, I moved recently with my partner. We kind of like six months moving in. In November, we adopted like a, a kitty, a small cat, a kitty. Nice. When I, it was like my, my mother news uh, about a cat that was found like in a place there. I was there, see the walking in Brown. 
uh, I brought here, like, my partner got the cat, the kid, they look at each other, like, uh, I feel like my partner was so happy. I, like, the kid has a home now, and I felt like, something like, like so, so good. It's like, that's a feeling I want to feel, like, forever. Yeah, it's, those small moments are really great. Like, we see the person that we love with that, that smile that you feel their warmth and they're happy and they, I don't know, it's it's really an incredible feeling like we, we when we can connect and then we yeah. we're just happy to see someone we love happy right and yeah yeah it's better it's than, kind of magical than, yeah it's better than like we are happy because something good happened to us okay it's better than when it happens something we love someone we love like we can see their face and you can see their happiness kids like priceless yeah yeah the kids kind of <laughs> if they are happy, we are happy. It's like that that Ubuntu, like we we live through through us, through through the others, and we are all. It it kind of brings back to when we started talking about who we are, right? Like we we're talking about ah, if, if I am not a designer, if I am not a Brazilian, like taking all these these labels from us, who we are, we are yeah. like this conscious behind everything, and in the, in in a way. We are all the same thing. We are all this conscious, and and in some way we are we are the, that that person that we are seeing happy, and then we are happy because it is us who, who yeah. are happy. So, yeah. uh, and we are so many things that that is hard to describe what we truly are. Because, except we we yeah. are other people that are part of us a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and we, we and the same way like we if you were if you, we were born where they were born, if we had their parents, if we had their education and their environment, we would be then. So in a way, every person is a, is is us in a different reality. Like, do, like those <laughs> parallel dimensions. Like imagine if you were this person, you you know, it's kind of, you. we live in a multiverse of ourselves, but we are not ourselves. Of ourselves is great, 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 yeah. great team, team for a story. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I think that that, that, that that's very interesting. Like, uh, and to understand that like we are not just what we do, but we are so much more that it's okay if you simply can't say what we are, because we are so much yeah. more. We are, we are infinite. We are being. We are just. Yeah. We are existing. Yeah. That's that's it, right? We're experience. How? Thank you so much for, for coming to Weird Games and Weird People. Uh, I had a great time chatting with you, especially this last passage, like, like very philosophical. I, I love this. Thank you very much. Uh, and do you have any, you know, last messages you want to give to the weirdos out there that listen to us? Oh, yeah. Like, if I never, Never felt that what you want to do is very odd, very weird. That don't fit. That lead to feeling. Like don't fall into the, the especially in tabletop RPG. Don't fall into the conservative mind of I have uh, SOs, Kickstarters, backing, like that old stuff. Like that your book have to be that, have to be this, have to be D twenty. Be weird. Be, be the, the stuff you want to make. Make the game. They make the game crazy and weird you want to make. Like be, be honest with yourself. Like uh, I say this as for tabletop RPG, but I guess I guess this is life. Like 
every party that you can be honest about yourself, be honest about yourself. I know it's hard, for some people it's harder than, than for others, but the, 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 the things you can, the things you, the, 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 the parts that, you, that are honest, like, could, could keep them honest. Yeah. Don't be afraid of, of that. Where? It'd be weird. <laughs> Yeah, wear your weirdness proudly, right? And, and yeah. be. Exactly. And I think that's that's a big part about weirdness is authenticity and then being yourself, kind of unapologetic, but always, you know, with kindness too, right? And then yeah. and, and, and respect. Exactly. How would you take us out saying the the catchphrase of the show? Uh, keep it weird, everybody. Yeah, of course. No. <laughs> keep weird, everybody. Thank you for listening to Weird Games and Weirder People. If you'd like to keep up with the show, please subscribe to be notified when we release new episodes. If you'd like to support us, please leave a review or head on to co-fi.com WGNWP. See you next time and remember, Weird is the new Wonderful.